Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Hey everybody, welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Michael Lamentato. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I got scared. Remember your job? Sorry, I went <laughs> to brunch, so I'm feeling a little woo right now, so I apologize. We choreographed a whole number and stuff. You gotta, like, I I, you gotta be I, on beat. I might not be so good on the steps today, so I'll try. Yeah, this is uh, fantastic. Uh, this is our second episode in our uh, AAPI month. Uh, AAPI, is that like an Asian detective? Just kidding. Okay. Anyways. You uh, are a- just a disclaimer for anyone who might be a listener only. Andrew is Asian. He is the one making this insensitive joke. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Um, but yeah, we got a great uh, we got a great guest here today. I'm really excited to talk with her and like... Uh, uh, learn more about her and just like have a guide uh, through HOT. Uh, she's a writer and improviser in the Los Angeles area and the tweeter of the Short King tweet that went viral <laughs> a while ago. It's Liz Adams. Hey. Hey, Liz. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be on here to talk about HOT. <laughs> High five of teenagers Heck is what yeah. HOT stands for, mm-hmm. which is, which means uh, they. Uh, you don't know what that means. <laughs> they high five each other. <laughs> you know, uh, like, I feel high five of teenagers sounds like a market research. Like, uh, what do kids do? High five each other. <laughs> let's name a band that. I my suspicion is they just were like, let's call them HOT because they're hot, yeah. and then they oh. figured out something to fit into those. <laughs> they shoved like. Yeah, I, I really truly believe that. I think that that mm-hmm. sounds that rings true to me, Liz. I just googled yeah. Liz Adams and I typed it S. And it said Liz Adams Short King, and I clicked oh my it gosh. because I wanted to my see what this tweet is. Yes, on point. You are it on knows point. this tweet. If you guys I... listening are not familiar with the Short King tweet, my husband is an inch shorter than me. This was years ago. This was like four or five years ago now. Yes. Like this was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, no, I I tweeted about. It was like just a facetious joke about how you should like. Uh, it's so I fucking remember. funny. I have it up now. I'll read your words. Too, oh, read it, read it, because I don't even have, remember the it. picture that goes with it is part of what's good. So if you are listening yeah. to this, please look at it. But it says happily married to my five five king for eight years. Well, y'all are getting ghosted by six two alcoholics with seventh grade reading levels. But go off about how you only <laughs> date tall men, I guess. And then <laughs> it is a picture where you look. 10 feet taller than your husband. Yes. <laughs> um, it's a delightful taste. Uh, it's yeah. so that's how I like that's so, how I knew of you and stuff like that. That is what I am known for. Uh, it's so <laughs> funny. Oh my god. You popularized Short King. Like you helped popularize Short oh, King. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> short King, Short King Summer I love coming a short soon. King. Short King Summer. Yes. I'm here for Short King Summer. Um, this is like a. This is basically uh, the first thing we want to ask you is what is your relationship to your racial identity? What? How do you, um, as an Asian American, as someone who's living in America, and but clearly has like a strong connection to, you know, K-pop and to like Asia and like. So yeah, I'd love to hear a little more about that. Uh, I am Korean. My parents are both from Korea, and. Gosh, what what is my relationship to my racial identity? What a what a question. Um, and three three or less in... words. Answer, please. Sure, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Very brief. It's the best. Shit. I love being Korean. I um, I said to a friend recently that I've never wanted to be white. I've just wanted to be treated like I was white, right? So growing up in the suburbs of Metro Detroit, which is where I'm from, uh, is super white. Um, basically, we're, 
where I grew up, it was just like white and black. But I was really fortunate to grow up in a sort of like random, um, dense Korean population. Um, I went to a Korean church and had a lot of Korean friends. And there were a lot of Korean churches in the metro Detroit area, still are. And so I think that was my saving grace as far as like being an Asian girl growing up in an all white kind of environment because I had Korean friends and I had a connection to Korean culture through that. And that was actually kind of what started my love for K-pop is like my girlfriends and I, we would rent these VHSs from the Korean like supermarket because that's where you watched Korean content back then. We didn't have cable. you had, So you had to like get VHS tapes rent them from the like Inky Gayo, like Gayo top 10, like, uh, like music bank shows. And then we would watch them, rewind them and practice the dances and like try and learn the dances. Like this was like what we did when we were kids. It was really fun. But, um, that was so cool. And I think I'm, I'm like so American in so many ways, but like, as I got older, I think I really realized how Korean, I really am just about like random things or I guess I should say I'm just like my mom <laughs> my mom is very Korean and so I I think yeah I was really lucky to grow up around other Koreans which um has made it not as like I'm not as bitter as I could be <laughs> mm, as I great. probably should be <laughs> that's lovely that's lovely yeah like that's like truly like lovely to hear um yeah, like uh, like just like having that uh, point of reference and people who uh, could reflect your experience back to, at you at that young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I like talk to like Korean people, like when I talk to like people I grew up 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 with now, like there's like this unspoken element to it where it's like you don't have to like explain. Okay, well this is what this is like and stuff. Yeah. You can just like be, which is so cool. So um, I don't I want to hear a little bit more about your relationship to K-pop though. Yeah. Um, like you, 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 so you listen to it with your friends. Who are your, who are your folks? Who are your band and stuff? Oh man. So back then there were a lot fewer of them. Uh, when I started was like in the late nineties, probably is when I started listening to K-pop when I was like a kid, like a, a ch- like a literal child kid, you know, it was, I was very into HOT who is who we're going to talk about today. And then I suppose HOT was kind of like the in sync of oh, the time. Okay. And then there was another group called Jex Kiss that I guess you could say was maybe like the Backstreet Boys, or mm. maybe you could switch them. I think it depends on your perspective, yeah, how yeah, you yeah. feel about in sync and Backstreet Boys. I was a fan of both, but I was more into in sync, you know. Uh, but I did go to a Backstreet Boys concert because, duh. Uh, Anyways, sorry, I digress. Uh, girl groups, we didn't have as many. SES was the SM girl group who Espa did a cover of the like Dreams Come True. That song is an SES song. Um, and then there were a lot. They they went through like a big like remember when like trance was really big? <laughs> they went through like a disco kind of trancey era in K-pop, and I was a huge fan of Coyote. And um, my favorite girl group, though, I would have to say was probably Diva, who had like a couple of switches. They like switched a couple girls out. But my cat is named Diva after. (laughs) That's a cute cat name also. But yeah, I I've always loved K-pop. I think there's something just so like uh, it's the spectacle. It's the like. It's hard to like pinpoint why K-pop is so addictive, but I think that like the American market, like they gave up on the boy bands and they really shouldn't have, you know? And then Korea just like was like, yes, we are going to take this all the way to the end. Like, and that is sort of like why we are able to have BTS now. And it's the choreo because HOT was really well known for their choreo because they all danced and like they had like some crazy dancers it's so um you're listening you're probably familiar with bts uh hot is basically like hot walked so bts could fly right (laughs) like Mm -hmm. and 
They debuted in the 90s. I want to say I have their Wikipedia up. 96 is when they debuted. <laughs> so long ago. That's the wow. year I was born. Yeah, that's a long time ago. They're like in their mid 40s now. Yeah. Like so, so well, they did a reunion on um, what's that show? Infinite Challenge. And they all came back for it. And I. That's right. I saw those videos. They were like, everyone was like so well, happy. Because and, like, like, it's like, all these like middle-aged women now that were obsessed. And HOT was a phenomenon in Korea. Mm-hmm. Like there's a whole Korean drama that's based on these fans. It's Reply. What is, <gasps> which one is it? 98? Girls would like cry when they would see them in concert. And it's like. It's so they were such a big deal. And I think it's the choreo, it's the looks, it's the like insane aesthetics, it's the vocals, like everything about it. It just really like speaks to me. (laughs) (laughs) Say more, say more, say more. I'd like one one thing before that is like uh, the hairstyles are so ridiculous. Like they're crazy. You have to look at some of these, like Moon Hee Jun especially. He had this like spiky like pigtail kind of situation at one point. And then I remember in one of their later albums, they got like really emo and dark, almost like goth and like there were these like nails that Heejun would wear that were like really they were like Edward Scissorhandsy. Mm. It was just very like they were ahead of their time, you know. They were very avant-garde at one point. Yes. You know like in like, you know, when you like create a me and like you like, you know, we sports <laughs> or whatever and like you see all those hairstyles and you're like who has hair like that? <laughs> HOT did <laughs> <laughs> like like that's that's how they got the me uh options they just went through every hair hairstyle uh hot ever had yeah for just sure populated them in. <laughs> yeah 100 yeah. percent. uh but uh what about you michael do you have any first of all what's your um i, I what's your connection to k-pop and then do you have any connection to hot at all so k-pop yes i love the girl groups but the girl groups of now kind of are where i've uh connected with more so uh specifically uh i guess not now all the way but i love aoa i love i love uh twice and uh those are my two tops uh aoa i don't think actively makes music anymore Mm -mm. um but uh twice still does their their output is still uh just as good if not better than ever uh they just recently released a uh mini album they release albums like once every they have like a hundred albums. Yes. They're like six <laughs> six songs long. Like three of the songs are English versions of the other songs that they have recorded. I think they're so talented. I love uh Twice is I love great. them. I love yeah, Twice. Twice is great. Who's your uh, bias? Uh, that's here's I'm gonna be totally honest. I just listened to the music. I don't know the individuals within the oh! groups. I know. I know. Oh! I know. I I'm sorry. I don't really watch the music videos too, which I know is like thirty percent of the draw. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh! No, you know I have to go. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You should really watch the music videos. You're really I know. Missing out. I, I know. They're, I know. They're a treat. I know they spend ten billion dollars. They cost more than Marvel movies. To make <laughs> they do. These music videos, they do. So Each music video watch. is ten billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, you get like the budget of John Wick mm-hmm. Four. Just like is like yeah. they they are really they do look expensive though. The ones I have seen. Oh yeah, I love them. I love them. I do love them. I love their music though. I don't know the individuals. I'm sorry, but that's I don't okay. know the name of any musician ever unless they are the oh well, the fine. singer of uh, you know like. Adele, I know. Do I know her last name? No. You know what is her last? Dazim, <laughs> like Adele Dazim, like something really British. Adele last name, uh, Adele Adkins. Adkins. That's not at all what I thought it was going to be. No, boring. I wanted to be like Adele Prime Minister. Mm. That's <laughs> I what know, I was going to guess. Some, or just Adele. <laughs> yeah, that works. I think she. I think Adele she got, Scone. I think she got on the first try. <laughs> like, I don't think that needs a punch up. <laughs> like her. Adele Crumpet. There you go. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's better. That's Good. better than okay. Um, single name. But all that being said, uh, I think I know. Obviously, like Blackpink, uh, other current K-pop. They're in your groups. area. Yeah, they're 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 always in my area. Bum 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 bum. But. I don't I don't speak Korean or really know it, so it's kind of the vibe when I'm listening to it, which mm-hmm. I think is you know transcends language. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's yeah. it's like amazing produced pop music. And yeah. like if I'm known for anything, it'll be loving some pop music, regardless of lyricism. And so what better than words I don't understand in a K-pop song, right? So um I I, I think uh there's a lot of talent there. I think uh, the politics of K-pop is very interesting to me, like the the government produced aspect of it. That's like, you know, it's basically like a... Uh, well, it brings them a lot of money. Yes, yes. It's like a tool to bring in money to their government. Like, it's it's wild. So uh, I'm, I'm a little rambly right now. Uh, H.O.T., uh, I don't really have a lot of history with them. I know they're like the OG, like OG k-pop boy band one of the one of the original ones um one of the first like k-pop bands one of the first like idol groups although apparently like one of the original idols was bail from the bible so that's pretty interesting oh god oh oh it's a religious joke it took me a second i get it yeah 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 i get it you grew up in korean church like it it took me a half second to understand they're a false idol Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. These guys Sorry, are the yeah. real. These, these are the deal. real HOT. Are these the are the real, real deal. deal. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I saw HOT with the worst. Joke I saw I've ever HOT. Heard. I threw my ta- stone tablets onto the ground. <laughs> I, yeah. I ripped I my like, shirt. <laughs> yeah. My. I had to go back. <laughs> I had to go back to <laughs> Mount Sinai. Yeah, it, it was a whole mess. Um. Sorry, Andrew. I'm trying to save your bad joke. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but HRT, I have almost no history with. Uh, everything I know is from researching, um, uh, from listening to this album. So, uh, and this album, very short, um, a, a lot of samples also that I yeah. recognize, which mm-hmm. is, uh, which was interesting to me, but we'll get into them more coming up. So, uh, I don't like, I was raised in America pretty much my entire life. Uh, I've been to Korea like, Three times, four times, maybe like uh, my parents are more uh, although they like kind of adopted a lot of the American like because they've lived here for so long. They have kind of adopted a lot of American isms like my my like Korean, like the, how much Korean I know is like very it's like a preschooler <laughs> where it's like I know Horangi is tiger. I know Gegudi is frog. I know. uh Amma's mom. <laughs> I know, like putting your fingers together is it's either a heart or it's like disrespectful. What are those? <laughs> um, like we're like I, I like really Mr. don't Bean like Mr. coming to America and flipping everybody <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and last year we listened, or like two years ago, we reviewed Blackpink's album, um, and that was like, ha- but that album is like half English, like maybe even like 60% English and like 40% Korean. Yeah. So it felt like a, like, like a babe, like kind of like baby steps towards like, so this feels a little more intermediate to me. This feels like there's like very little English in it and stuff like that. And I tried to like Google, I try to like look up the lyrics to, or like a translations to these lyrics and there weren't, they weren't available. So I had to do it myself. I had to, put into Google Translate like a pilgrim or whatever. <laughs> it's like, like, and and it's like, I, I'm pretty sure they're, I'm pretty sure it's incorrect. I'm pretty sure that's, it's not what it is. Or if it is, it's like this very Max Martin-y, like ABBA, like <laughs> approximation of like lyrics and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, but yeah, there was like a lot of barriers and I just like wanted to like just, I just wanted to push through it and like explore it. And uh, HOT, I didn't really know. And I just am looking forward to look, listening to Liz about it. Just like hearing <laughs> what she has to say about it. So, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, we've we've come a long way to get from HOT to Blackpink. <laughs> it's so yes. like, it's just, I, I so I was watching the live stream of Blackpink on Coachella, headlining Coachella. Oh, sick. And um it is still so surreal for me to see that, to see them headlining Coachella. It's it, Or like when we went to Vegas to see BTS, it was so surreal that like I was looking around and it was not all Korean people, not even half Korean people. Yeah. It was like everyone. And it was like young, old, black, white, Mexican, like every, it's so cool to me because it was like, and I have some, 
Like I know some Korean people that are like, no, you made fun of me when I was young and now you don't get, I'm like, no, no. I mean, I want everyone to love K-pop because K-pop is awesome. It brings me so much joy. And if Mm -hmm. it brings other people joy for me, I'm like, yes, that is why. And there have been so many K-pop artists who have tried to cross over. And like, I've debated this so many times with like, what is it about BTS and Blackpink that have, that they've done it? when so many bands or so many artists in the past have not been able to. Like one of my main like faves is Boa, if you're familiar with her. She was also like really active back in oh, the yes, day. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, she's still course. active now. She's um, like, she was super active. I would say probably when like Britney Spears came on the scene and like there, there were a lot of comparisons made between the two of them, but they're, I don't think you can compare the two of them. They're super duper different. The, I guess the only thing is they both were solo art, young teenage solo artists that were really good at dancing. And Boa is like my ultimate. But anyway. Yeah, like apparently like Boa and uh, Britney Spears uh, started a music video together. Um, the the Slave For You video. Like there was a Boa and that. There's a snake. You can mute Andrew <laughs> no. for a little you... bit. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say when they met because Britney at one point presented an award to Boa. Boa tried so hard to cross over, and it was a shame because I just don't think that the the states where the Western world was ready for K-pop at that time. And like, I think the farthest she made it was with the like maybe like the gay club scene. They really liked her because she had like some bops, but uh, so yeah, let's talk about HOT specifically. Yes. Like, uh, do, so what was your connection to them? growing up and what is your connection to them now um growing up I just I was obsessed with them oh my god I in love with all of them uh mostly Kangta because he was the handsomest oh yeah 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 and, <laughs> absolutely yeah uh, he had the most beautiful voice he was just so pretty and um he has that sort of like SM voice that like they really like that like sort of like husky belty like really pretty singing voice um and I also just like when I listen to their music it's so nostalgic for me it reminds me so much of like me as a kid doing those silly dances figuring it out and it was just like I also think that I'm just anytime I think of when I was a kid I had no responsibility It it was so fun being a kid I should have like enjoyed being a kid more Honestly, because now yeah. I have my own kid. I'm like, you are so lucky. You don't even know how lucky <laughs> yeah. you are. I do everything for you. <laughs> the, cy- the cycle of parents hating kids and then kids eventually hating their kids, you know. It goes I do not forever. hate my daughter. No, 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 no. <laughs> Excuse <not> you. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw I saw a meme that was like uh, parents when they find out that their efforts to make their child's lives easier have actually made their child's lives easier. And it was like. An angry dad. Uh, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> so is Kangta's, Kangta's your favorite He one. was, yeah. He was unfortunately involved in a cheating scandal several years ago, but... Oh, no. Um, whatever. <laughs> oh. He's like a, a grown adult man. Uh, I have no opinion on that. But at the time, he was perfect <laughs> and an angel. And now... I don't now know. he's been sullied or not uh, 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 you know <laughs> eh. I haven't really kept up with his um, like later songs because he went full into like ballads which mm-hmm. I am not crazy about most K-pop ballads it's just not my thing I like K-pop for like the beats and the dancing the pop yeah I just I, I love them they were just so fun that was my connection to them is they were fun I think it's like so interesting, like these, because this is like before the internet, mm-hmm. like you know, there's the the popularity of them. So it's like thanks to the internet, you could be super, super, super obsessive and know literally everything about mm-hmm. them. Like, oh, what, they grow up here, they do the, and like with uh, HOT, it's not. I, I I couldn't really find a lot of substantial information on each of these members. Mm-hmm. You kind of they, they're kind of like. They literally have like they're color coded. Where uh-huh. like in the early videos, they were like, uh, they're wearing like uh, oh candy. Like they're like in those ridiculous yeah, with the, yeah, like yeah. Mickey they, Mouse hands. 
Is that yeah, what you're they talking both, about? They're all like color coded to tell them apart too. Yeah. Like uh, they like, all. There's five of them. There's uh, Kangta, who was my guy. Um, there's An Tony, Tony An. Uh, I don't know what Kangta's last name is. Actually, he was very like mononymous, mononymous. Atkins is Atkins. Yeah, you're right. Uh, (laughs) Moon Hee Jun was the guy with the crazy hair. He also had a really good voice, Mm -hmm. but he was definitely not considered like the visual. Kangta was definitely the visual. Uh, Uyok was the rapper and the dancer. He always did these like crazy, like, you know, the like, uh, like when you kind of do like a robot, like hit your hand, (laughs) pop block. You know what I'm talking about? He had like some of those, like, those kind of things. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, what you did was like, that was really good. Oh, thank you. Like, uh, I yeah. learned it all from Chang Uyuk. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, from those uh, VHS and videos. And then Lee Jae-won was um, the, I think he was the Magne. He was the youngest one. But it definitely wasn't like uh, how... Nowadays, you can go on YouTube and there's like all these interviews with translators and like Mm -hmm. I'm actually not fluent in Korean. I'm not that great at it. And so I definitely depended on my my Korean speaking friends to help me with that. And there'd be interviews on like um, the music shows and stuff like that. But there wasn't like a ton of content or resources to find them. And so we sort of just like took all of their content that we could find at the Korean grocery store on VHS tapes, you know, and we, I had all like, we would buy the CDs and that, back then the CDs came with like those pamphlets that had all the lyrics in it. And I can Aww. read Korean. So I would like, like listen and like study the song so I could learn the lyrics to it and we could like sing them. And it was definitely different. I wish we had stuff back then like we have today because but maybe it's a good thing because then I feel like I would have went like full on you know I would have been like really obsessed back then because like all you have when you're a child is time to obsess over things yes 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 (laughs) Mm -hmm. your hyper focus when you're a child becomes your like personality yeah actually I I, like they're kind of like Pokemon and like the like the way they're there's like there's like five of them and there's like uh, I looked up a website of just like what their deals are. <laughs> it's not phrased like that, but like, but like, it's literally like such basic stuff of like Kangta. Uh, he has an older brother and sister. He's currently the only member still standing with SM Entertainment. To relieve stress, he sleeps. He doesn't like carrots. His favorite season is winter. He plays the guitar. It's like, is it it's like, like K-pop really... profiles? Are you on that website? Yeah, kprofile.com. Yeah. That one has really <laughs> random like trivia about members. But <laughs> this know. is what some people are really into, especially for some of the like current boy groups. Like NCT fans are like really like they want to know if you like carrots or not. You know, <laughs> I love like he hates carrots as like a fun fact. Like. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Kangta's ideal type is someone cute, has puppy eyes and semi-long hair. Someone who's short, small, kind, likes hip hop. Someone that makes him feel needed. <laughs> like that's like another fact. <laughs> I feel like I we know. have a lot to unpack about Kangta's fe- like <laughs> Okay, someone Also, he's a she, he he's a fan of short queens, so that's good. <laughs> like I guess <laughs> all of you are trying to date six two alcoholic women. So let's talk about this first record. This is the the first rec. This record's called "We Hate All Kinds of Violence." Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, are there any thematic stuff that we we want to talk about in terms of what this album is about, or like the surrounding the surrounding elements of HOT and "We Hate All Kinds of Violence." Ah. Uh... I'm 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 not sure there is I'm like a super cohesive theme to this album. It's like a really random title. <laughs> random. Yeah, like do they yeah, even right. know what it meant? I'm not sure. The cover <laughs> tells me they know what it means. <laughs> like the cover is very angsty. Yeah. It's like, it's like, is it okay if I'm emo for a second? That's like the cover vibe. <laughs> well, so 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what this yeah. album is about. <laughs> the songs are really different from each other, too, yes, which is interesting. Is There's like, I, I wonder if at the time they were still trying to like find their vibe, find their song. And I feel like honestly, throughout their career, they always were sort of chameleons, kind of. Yeah. Like, because I mentioned that later they got like really dark and it like kind of avant-garde but they always had their like happy bubblegum pop songs like candy on this album is definitely that song which is it is my favorite it's the on this album candy is probably my favorite song yeah but that's also the one that they sampled right candy for nct nct did a cover they did a remake of the song recently that's got that's really popular right now video too yeah. Like they're so fun. Like the yeah. And this music video is really fun. You can still find that music video on on YouTube in the like It's like 144 p. Yeah. It's like it's so, so blurry like, yeah. and the aspect ratio is like a square. It's like Yeah. <laughs> it's really I use funny. My, uh, microfo- the thing uh, like librarians use microfiche. Yeah, microfiche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to That's scroll microfiche really fast to get it to play. <laughs> It's like one of those um, like flip books where they're like, <laughs> you just have to scroll microfiche really fast. It's it, yeah. new video. Yeah. Like you, Check it out. If like, you buy all the Captain Underpants books and do the page flips, the flipperama, yeah, yeah. They're, all of those together are the music videos of Candy. I think that it was just sort of like their, because that was their, this is their debut album. And I think maybe it just is representing like, teenage because they're high five of teenagers right like it was that sort of because there's another song that was like a i guess about school bullying and that's something that's a really i mean it's a problem everywhere but in korea it's like i don't know what it is about korea but the school bullying in korea is like so intense it is a like a crisis um and it'll it's been for a really long time so um I know that that is one of the songs is about that. So, but then there's also like a really sweet love song on here too. So, you know, there's, they're just like feeling it out. They're like, you know, being a teenager, it's hard. We've got a lot of feelings. We're going to sing about all of them. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I, I I love the uh, vibes of the album going through it. Like it is very 1996. Yes. You can hear it. They even, there's like a, Mm -hmm. they sample push it in one of their songs too, which is really fun. That's what I was going to bring up. Yes. Yeah. I was literally, when I started that song, I was like, this sounds, I've heard this song before. And then I was like, oh, wait, (laughs) like it's, they're sampling push it, like air quotes sampling. It is like push it is playing. It does morph (laughs) eventually. But like the the first half of the song is just just the song. Like, which honestly, yes. Push It's yeah. a classic. Yeah, Push It's good. Everyone should so sample good. it. Salt and pepper. Ladies and gentlemen, salt and pepper. <laughs> Finally, something we all can <laughs> I think about that. We all. I think about that a lot, actually. I think about that SNL moment a lot. I want to talk briefly about just like, just like my relationship to K pop and like, because in terms of like how this album kind of like got me like, to really understand what is so great about K-pop a little bit is it's like, um, like I said, I don't really know Korean and stuff like that. And I use Google translate to um, get, get an idea of what the lyrics could be um, because, and I, I really liked what you how you went about it, where you talked to a friend to translate it like, to like kind of like translate these lyrics in a roundabout way um, because you, I, it's like one of those things where you need like a person to translate, to actually like translate because the grammar is so different in Korea, like the, the, the rules and stuff. So um, like the first, like the first line translated in Google translate is actually I'm organizing my meeting with you today. I don't, which is like I don't think that's what ah that's. yes the uh, the board meeting song yeah yeah just like um but it's like I yeah I I like so like the the fact that I didn't know Korean and the fact that like in I felt like I should know Korean and there's like a little bit of an element of shame to it of just mm. like oh man this is my mother tongue I should really 
And but like the fact that I'm like 28 now, it's like, oh, like when where am I going to find time in between doing all the things I'm doing and stuff? And so um, it was kind of like daunting getting into this record. But then like. I, I actually like found the not knowing the language um, and just like loving these melodies and loving the harmonies and stuff like that to be, to transcend language because like language can be such a barrier sometimes, even in, even within English, <laughs> like it's, it could be like such a barrier and just the, da, 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 like, it's so like, it's, it's like, it's so it's, that's like, I just like think the first three songs are just like exemplify like what the, album does so well and then other than that just thematically um it's a little just like there's an element of like oh this is like what a board boardroom came up with of like what teenagers like would like and stuff like that because um and, and maybe it's just like the bad translation via google translate but like um the the the, the conflicting message of candy is like we're bad boys but we're also like really sweetie pies at the same time. It's like really like, like there's a line where it's like, I promise to be by your side, looking up at the sky, which is very romantic, very sweet. And then there's also the line, everything will change. Even my feelings for you, <laughs> which is like, Whoa, like it feels like contradictory, but like maybe I'm getting the, the uh, translation wrong and stuff like that. But yeah, that's, that's, that's a little bit of what I was thinking about thematically. Um, I don't remember what candy is about. <laughs> I have to look at it. <laughs> Satang is, is in Korean. It's like, um, candy. Yeah. Can, can, in Korean, in Korean, uh, it actually is candy. Like the, what candy. the song is titled, candy. Can candy. Because candy. <laughs> like it's also like the, the, they um, when I go to Korea, like they say my name is Enduru. Enduru. Like, they say that way. Yeah, yeah. Do you, you don't have a Korean name? No, mm. no. We should give you one. Um, We're going to give you a Korean let's name. Let's see. Kang, Kangta. <laughs> like, it's Kangta. Yeah. It's like, Kangta. I'm not going to cheat on my wife. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which, which we're not making a judgment call on. It's fine. Or it's actually been good that he did that. So. Oh, yeah. Candy is depressing. I'm looking at the lyrics now. Yeah, yeah it's kind of messed up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about highlights and lowlights right after this break. Click. And we're back. Uh, here to talk about HOTs. We hate all kinds of violence. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, Liz, what is a highlight song from this album? I love Candy. That's probably my favorite. Nega, Nega, Pidu Hak. Is really good. By your side is a really good ballad. Um, and it, it's, it's got the Mariah Carey, uh, yeah, instrumentation the, like, too. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the like the guitar solo is really yeah. good too. Yeah. Uh, and then the one that um, samples push it is honestly really fun. I think yes, I agree. Nonin fast, nonin slow. You're you're fast. I'm slow. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> I well, the thing about this too is like it has honestly been so long since I've listened to the full album. Like I've listened to Candy a lot because that was like one of my karaoke go tos when we would go to Norebang. Like, oh. but um, some of these other more obscure, like the ones that weren't their singles, I haven't listened to in years. And so this was actually really fun for me to go back and listen to. It. I was listening to it with my little girl. I have a one and a half year old. And we were listening to it, and she was getting lit, let me tell you. She was a fan. Like, uh, Candy, like, the video especially, uh, so, like, and if you don't, like, know Korean, is like, perfect for a child, because it's, like, they're in, like, little, like, they're, like, in Nick Jr. Yeah, costumes they look so and silly. stuff like that. <laughs> like, Yo Gabba Gabba or whatever, <laughs> like, one of those shows. Um, so those would probably be my highlights. I really liked the, uh, those songs. I was going to... I was going to say fast love for sure. 
Uh, I think the push it sample is really fun and then it does transition, but I just enjoy how push it. It actually is. I was uh, so surprised. And then, it is kind of cheap. It's kind of cheating. <laughs> yeah. like I know I've gotten roasted for saying that samples are a little iffy to me on the podcast, but this, this is a, this is a heavy sample. This is a heavy lift, which I, uh, I, I do like that. It morphs like I, we're talking about. I like that it morphs throughout and it's like it starts as a sample and then it like becomes its own thing and then like they're like little echoes of the original song in the back i think that's i, I like how modular it is and stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah it is like another highlight for me what is uh you belong to me i really enjoy the uh the like drums in it. it it reminds me of like watching the matrix kind of like it's like a like a non-action scene of the matrix is what the vibe of that song to me i really enjoy it uh yeah this album's like super well i i just like because it's such like an industrial product like it's like the the mixing and the production is always going to be so like usually with k-pop that's the thing i notice a lot is just like how well how incredible oh, it's the so production sleek is. yeah yeah exactly that's a, that's a word for it um i think my highlights are just like the first three tracks i think they do what the album does the mm. best like what the album is trying to accomplish the best like tra- like candy's the best like pop song that successfully integrates like hip-hop elements without being too vampiric like a little like that's like the a, a criticism of k-pop is it's it's, it's like um you're you're taking like black music but without black people yeah. and stuff like that that's like well, a that's, criticism of it i will say not to interrupt like but just before i forget <laughs> that is one thing that was kind of nice about hot and this is pre this like hip-hop was just kind of like screaming in for hot like uhyuk is the main rapper and he just kind of like screams and that was just like his style that was a style of rap in k-pop back then and it was kind of like yeah nice because it wasn't stealing from <laughs> it wasn't culturally appropriating <laughs> and nowadays mm-hmm. or even i would say like Early 2000s were really rough in some of the K-pop years for the cultural appropriation. Like some of the bigger K-pop groups, you'll look at the videos and they're like straight up wearing like cornrows. Like it's, 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 it was a, a, you know, a rough time in uh, K-pop for that kind of thing. (laughs) I think not. I, I think uh I think the cultural appropriation conversation had not yet reached its peak. Uh yeah. at that point. Uh not good still, <laughs> obviously, but uh like it happened more often than not. Yeah, it happened. Like I think the use of hip hop is the best in Warriors to Sense, where it's like that that's a song about bullying yeah. and stuff. Where like because like hip hop, like the main purpose of hip hop is voice of the voiceless and you're expressing uh uh, like anger and hurts with like a very specific need because it it doesn't have to be like you know it could be hip-hop can be anywhere you could do it's an international art form now um so i but i think it's bad when he's like doing like my cranky day like my my hair is wet (laughs) just like like that's like I, i don't like that very much but um yeah, like track one, track two, track three is great. Like, uh, I love the slick harmonies of As Much As I Love You. Um, just like the sensitivity that is expressed. Um, yeah, those are my highlights. Uh, any other any other highlights? Any other things we haven't talked about, like in terms of just like, oh, man, I love this song. I want to talk about it a little bit. When nothing mm-hmm. else hits on, I think I think I agree with you that it's stronger at first. Uh, maybe tapers off a little bit. But. Yeah, the last few songs, um, I don't even remember a couple of them, to be honest. <laughs> yes. No, I'm having <laughs> like the same I, issue. It's like, they sift through my mind like water. Yeah. But Fast Love like is memorable because it's, it's pushing. pushing <laughs> you know, it's like But it's around there where I do start to kind of lose my uh connection to the album a little bit. So mm-hmm. Even though it is a short album, it's only like what thirty six minutes long. Yeah, I feel like albums were just shorter back then too, back in the day, which was good. You also had to like flip a flip book to like listen to the album. It was like really, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the page, yeah, the page yeah, turning plays of music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was too, it was too difficult. Your finger got sore, <laughs> so like that's like why the albums were yeah, shorter I get it. back that's then. Good. 
Yeah. <laughs> that is good. Thank you. Okay, so um let's go through some low light songs. What are uh what is a low light song from this album, if there's any? The cranky day. Yeah, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a that one isn't my favorite either. I agree. Yeah. The translation of it is silly, like you're saying, Andrew. <laughs> I I did the same. Uh it's boring to listen to. Like I, I it, it feels like it's very similar to what came before it on the album. Um I do like that bridge. That bridge is great. Like that sung bridge is really good when they're not rapping and stuff. I think that was really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think that some of the raps on this album, it's just like not my style of what I like to listen to. It's like, it's just like a lot of yelling. Ah, monde. Like, it's too much. <laughs> I like that. That was like kind of like Beastie Boysy a little bit. I like that a little it, bit. It's just not my uh, favorite sound, but you know, it didn't stop me from loving them. <laughs> and also like, if I wanted to listen to hip hop, I would listen to like, you know, some other album rather than this. Like I wouldn't get my hip hop fix from like, Oh man, I got to check out these bars. Yeah. Oh, you know, I like, think yeah. they definitely, um, sort of like they made the blueprint for what a Korean boy band, like idol group, should contain you know they have you need to have someone who's like the most handsome man you've ever seen in your life right then you need to have someone who can sing and he happened to be both but Hee-Joon is real has a really good voice too you need the dancer you need the rapper and then there's always like one guy that you're like what is he doing there you know, what do you yes. do? What do you like? You're like, you the, you're in like this group. <laughs> you like mix the music, maybe or something. Like you're like, there. how did you? He gets everyone mm-hmm. snacks. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Like, but I feel pocky. <laughs> like that sort of formula is still in use today for a lot of the groups. Um, some of the really big groups, <laughs> the extremely large K-pop groups that are like. Eight plus people, like oh yeah. Well, okay. So one of my favorite boy groups, though, is Seventeen, and they have Mm -hmm. thirteen members, which is I know a little Mm. confusing. They should be called thirteen. That's untenable. Uh, In in that there are more than ten people. (laughs) That's what I thought when I first started getting into them. But then when you really get into them, then you like I know all of them. I know all of their personalities. I know what they're like. I know. Who yeah. cheats when they play mafia together? Like, <laughs> it's um, I have a problem. <laughs> I love them, Michael. Do you, yeah, Michael. Do you have a low light song? Uh, I already said the cranky day for sure. Oh, yeah, that's, um, right, that's right. That's right. But otherwise, I'm I'm pretty neutral to positive on the rest of the album. I think the cranky day is the only. I think the title was enough to set me off. Like, you find you want me day. to be cranky? <laughs> I will. <laughs> like you won't like me when I'm grumpy. No, no, or you won't like Just me like... when I'm H O T. Um <laughs> I think track nine about women is like little like I don't think it's like horrible. It's just like kind of like a little gendered and stuff like that. Just like uh like guys, remember that whip like I guess and first of all, it's better if it's sung by like a like one of these guys instead of like read by me, but it's like Guys, remember that women have three powers. The first is the power of words. The second is the body that seduces. The last third is a woman's ego. And it's like, it's like a woman who uses all three is a really scary woman. Like, it's like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I mean, it was 1996. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you watch, like when you listen to like an album by like a male comedian and like one of the titles on their albums, like women. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what's he going to say here? <laughs> like, if, if it feels Certainly like that something bad. <laughs> like, women. Um, I will say like, I think it's great that it's like, although there is like a lot of like studio, like, you know, interference with the whole thing, obviously. Um, it's kind of like, there's a little bit of calculation with it. I think it's beautiful that this is like by teenagers and like, it's about being a teenager about being a young person. And like, it's better that like a young person is speaking about these, like uh, the, the, like 
you know, bullying and, um, you know, X generation is just like, Hey, just like, you know, dress how you want to dress. Like it's great. And stuff like those are lessons that children, kids and teenagers like need to hear and stuff. I think it's really positive. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Cause like as adults, like I know, <laughs> I know already, you know, it's like, I mean, it was definitely written by adult men, but it is sung mm-hmm. and performed by young men <laughs> yeah uh okay so let's uh go through final thoughts and ratings the way this works is we'll rate this album out of 10 with a fun metric at the end so i i think artistically it peaks with the first three songs like the first three songs if they want to have like a mission statement of this is our deal this is what we do really well the first three songs do that really well and then the last like six are like they're good. They're fun. I like them. They're not bad, um, but they are a little. They're not as good as their the peak of the early uh, parts of the album. Um, and like yeah, like lyrically, it's like a little weird. Although, like, I might just need someone to translate it better <laughs> for than for me. Um, but that being said, like, like yeah, like describing it as like this album as candy really works because it's like. That's not a lot of nutritional value. It's like it's, it's like very fun to um, listen to. But that being said, it kind of got me to understand K-pop a little better and be less intimidated by listening to more. If like someone said, "Hey, you should listen to this Twice album," I'm like, "All right, yeah, that's awesome. like, what's nice." Like, yeah, you should. Twice albums only take in- two minutes to listen to. Also, so <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. nice and easy. Yeah, and just like um, increasing my flexibility, I I do feel like a legit like. Oh, like my back is a little straighter, and like, I, like I feel like I ate vegetables, even though like there's like such a yeah broaden your like horizons a, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, and just like like when you eat a carrot, like oh, I feel good for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? And one th- one thing about Andrew, he mm. loves yeah. carrots. <laughs> yeah, well, then you're definitely not. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. Oh, I guess. I guess I don't have a name like in Spirited Away. All right, so <laughs> yeah, you're so, have yeah, to keep I'll give working in the in the coal room or whatever, <laughs> the bathhouse. Yes. Um. So yeah, I'll give this album seven histories of H O T out of ten. So yeah, um, I liked this album. I think I prefer like if I'm coming to K-pop for like sleekness for production, I kind of prefer a more modern production. Um mainly I didn't grow up with this kind of a this wasn't the K-pop I listened to or even approached, right? Like I'm I'm a 20 like a 2012s and beyond sort of thing if I'm entering into the K-pop that I know. Um I think I would have to say this is a little like the the most mostly rapping that's like the '90s rap kind of a. Uh, it gets. It's me very a dated. Like, uh, yes, uh, uh, if you've ever heard "Comedy Bang Bang," Paul Tompkins does the Sugar Hill rapper, and that's what it reminds <laughs> yeah. me of. Where like it's just like saying things, <laughs> like it's not, you know, it's not rapping as I know it today too. So all that, it's just kind of a timepiece, uh, and a time timepiece that I'm not necessarily wanting to go back and visit that often. All that being said, I'm gonna give it. Sorry, sorry, Liz. I I know. I'll I'll watch two twice music videos every time Thank I you. say something rude though. So um I've gotta give this uh six ooh ah push it real goods out of ten. All right, okay. Um this album to me is more like it's it means more than just the music, you know, because it was such a huge part of my childhood. It was such a huge part of like, honestly, I think who I am today, like just all the K-pop I consumed as a child. Um, so I don't necessarily think this is the best album in the world. It's not even their best album. I think their second album is actually a lot better than this one. Um, but the reason I wanted to do this one is because it was so like this. They they made the blueprint for what an idol boy group looks like. And this was so long ago. They are literally the first idol group. Like a lot of people credit Soteji for being the first boy group. But Soteji's sound was not idol. You know, there's like, I think a lot of people don't 
necessarily know the differentiation between what an idol is and what k-pop is or what korean music because there's like there's more than one music genre in korea i think people don't mm-hmm. realize that either what <laughs> yeah it's not just I like how K-pop. in america it's all country music yeah <laughs> but this for me is so quintessential to like the the like genetic makeup of what k-pop is today it's bts today we we got that from this that's the evolution of it and and for me that's like priceless and i think it's so cool to look back at it and as i was listening to it i was just like had all the feels of like oh wow i was this is what life was back then and it's so incredibly dated the sounds the like synth the like (laughs) the rap but for me, I love it. I love looking back and being like, man, we've come a long way. <laughs> really so have. I'm going to give it 10, uh, 10 Mickey Mouse hands out of 10. Wow. Yeah. Je- Jenny, it's it's so incredible because like I, we talked about in this last episode, the last episode we did, like we, we did a Mulan in our last episode. And like Mulan was the first like Asian Amer Asian kind of thing I consumed as a kid. Yeah, and then like that's that has a lot of flaws in it. Oh sure. And like well, you watch your, the, like, the, the live action one was the first thing you consumed, right, Andrew? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you rented it for twenty dollars like, on Disney Plus. <laughs> Thirty-five. Oh, right. um, like, I did do that. I did when it came out because I was. Oh, like, it wasn't good. I still have it. not seen. Did you I like it? I really enjoyed it, but. I also enjoy most movies. (laughs) Mm. That's great. (laughs) But yeah, like the whole like, I'm like, so like, I'm really happy. I'm a little jealous, but also like extremely happy that like how far like the perception of Asian people have come like and stuff like that. The fact that everything everywhere at once and like uh turning red and stuff like kids get to watch that like as like a thing well and now so remember like i'm sure like growing up as an asian kid in white america where did you grow up andrew i like um cincinnati then also like chicago a little bit okay so you're from the midwest too so you know what you know what's up uh yeah there are there's a problem apparently with American women or young women that go to Korea and they want to find like a Korean K-pop boyfriend because they think that like that's what Korean men are like because of this Korean media and like these idol groups where like all the men in BTS are so beautiful. And so like that's what they think they're going to find when they get there. And then they're really disappointed that it's just like a bunch of average looking people because that's like not everyone in America looks like all the movie stars or Harry Styles, right? So, well, Harry Styles isn't even American, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, Not everyone's dressed like a weird pilgrim with his, like, pants pulled up weird with overalls. Weird gibble-toed pilgrim. (laughs) But it's, like, a thing that now, like, Korean men are, like, desirable, like, which is not a thing that was a thing growing up for American people. So like we've come so far, we still have a a long way to go, but it's like, I I think that it's all of these things that have led up to this point. We wouldn't have BTS without HOT. And I think that is the truth. And honestly, without Psy. (laughs) And we have Liz Adams also (laughs) (laughs) representing us. Uh, So like, thank you so much, Liz. This is so, so, so delightful. Like you're so fun. And like, you have like, you have a lot to say that I, I loved listening to it. And like, uh, I, I really feel great. So uh, Liz, what would you like to plug? I haven't been doing a whole lot lately. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm just hanging out. So being a mom, being a mom. <laughs> yeah. but if you yeah. want to follow Give me your on kids socials, a better life and ruin the day. Yeah. <laughs> She's got it so easy. She's so happy. I never even yell at her. <laughs> trying to make, trying to reduce the amount of generational yeah, trauma. Yeah, I stopped my generational trauma. I never yell at her. <laughs> that's that's incredible. That's awesome. Um, I mean, she's perfect. Yeah. So, like, why would I yell at her? I, I would like to plug yeah. not yelling at my child. I would like to plug <laughs> respectful parenting. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can follow me on social media if you want to find the Short King tweet. I'm on Twitter. Who knows how long Twitter will exist for? But uh, I'm at Liz, L-I-Z-Z. 
And on Instagram, I'm Liz Party, L-I-Z-Z Party. <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah, this is uh check her stuff out. Like it's it's really incredible. Uh you could follow our show at IBMTLTT on Instagram and uh TikTok. You could f- email at a, email us at I've been mean to listen to that at gmail.com. You can follow Michael at Lemon Taco on Instagram and TikTok. Um, do you have Twitter still? I do, but I, all I do is retweet the stupidest memes you've ever seen. So yeah, you can follow like uh, you can follow uh, mm. Michael on Letterboxd. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's I'm a gonna real, see Ren- real deal. I'm going to date this. I'm seeing Renfield tonight, so I'm sure I'll love it. Oh, okay. <gasps> Ooh, that looks really fun. Yeah, and uh, you can follow me at Andrew Ambrose Lee on uh instagram and uh yeah uh uh liz thank you so much what song would you like to play us out with oh it's gotta be candy oh you know what no <laughs> we should do the push it one so people can hear it. just push it though the original just the original no the uh <laughs> fast non and slow all right I totally didn't know All that's right, what the everybody. title of it was. Uh, it's, uh, oh, uh, you could also follow me at Kongta, at Kongta. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, everybody. Have Yay! a good day. <laughs> Click. <laughs>